Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Now launching SECQB in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have lift off. All right, guys, welcome back. SECQB podcast presented by Believe and Bet Online. Um, your co host, Riley Sinyard, back in the studio here with our main man, Zach Mettenberger. Hi, guys. And producer, Mr. Alex Carter. What is that thing called, even? It's called a Guiro? Euro? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like a sandwich. <laughs> First of all, we got to give a shout out to our new partner, betonline.ag. Head to the website or your, use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, baseball, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for this 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. We're glad to be back. We uh, we had a scheduling co- conflicts last week. We had to miss our recording time last week, so uh, sorry we missed out. But we're coming back with uh, double the action this week. Uh, Going to kind of catch up and recap some of the games from this past weekend. We'll touch on obviously uh, some big things that happened two weeks ago that we didn't get to touch on on our missed episode last week, and then uh, kind of. Look forward to the week ahead and uh, games we got this weekend. A lot of SEC teams with bye weekends this weekend. But um, get started here, Zach. You know, like we said, missing last week. Go two weeks back. Obviously had some big, uh, some big games. Alabama fell number one. Alabama fell to Texas A and M. Zach, uh, what, what were kind of your takeaways? Did you watch any of that game? The, yeah, the Calzada uh, kid played yeah. lights out. Finally, I think. Again, I think I think some of these quarterbacks listen to this show. I mean, I rarely <laughs> talk bad or you know down, but you know he came out slinging. I said, uh, you know, until they have a real trigger man, A and M's not going to be the team they want to be. And Calzada, you know, showed showed something. You know, they can work off that. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was a crazy game, but it, it comes down to turnovers and explosive plays and. You know, AM made some big plays in special teams, had more turnovers. I mean, I think it's one nothing, but you know, those things are so huge in a game. Um, and you know, obviously Texas A and M I think won, you know, all three phases, right? Yeah. Scored more points, uh, allowed less, and made a play on special teams. So but as we saw, Bama bounce back. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, um, I told I said this after that after Bama's lost at A and M, uh, it was a, a humbling loss for that Alabama team. But you know they got down early. Uh, they played sloppy. It looks like and from what you heard in the media, they didn't have a good week of practice preparation. And that's the type of atmosphere, the type of game in this league where if you don't go bringing, you don't come in guns hot and ready, and you know firing on on all cylinders. Was that the first loss he's had to an assistant? Yeah, it was his first loss to. What's his record? So in his career after a loss oh that's a good question like and i bet i bet the the margin is so huge oh yeah i don't know if he's ever lost two in a row 
at Alabama. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't. Uh, on I'm, his own yeah, I'm career. just talking specifically Alabama. Yeah. I bet it's ridiculous. They yeah. lose, then they win by 35 next week every time. <laughs> well, yeah, that's so. Yeah, just to cap that off is like, you know, I think that was a humbling loss. I think that team needed it. It's a young team. You don't just come in. You know, you got to earn earn that right to be number one. I've been saying it all year. I think Georgia's the best team in in the land. I think they deserve to be number one the entire season. They are now. They're not going to go anywhere. Their defense is absolutely filthy. But, yeah, so I think it was a humbling loss for Alabama. We, Like you said, we saw them bounce back, take care of business at Mississippi State this past weekend. Um, you know, and they're they're going to be fighting to kind of hold that fourth spot, and it's going to come down to – they got to win out, obviously, in the West, and then they're going to have to uh, beat – Georgia and the SC championship, you know, it's going to be tough to be a two loss team and try to make that uh college football playoff with what's going on in other conferences. But we'll see. There's a long time, a lot of games, a lot of football be played in between now and then. Yeah. Um, Mizzou beat North Texas, Tennessee beat USC, Florida beat Vandy. Um, LSU, you know, lost to Kentucky. That was not really, you know, that crazy. Um, uh, of a pick, so Riley got that one. You know, you're a Stoops guy. The guy's yeah. hot right now. He's, he is. People are afraid of Kentucky, finally. Um, we could touch on the Ole Miss-Arkansas game. I mean, right now, that's going to be game of the year so far, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah so 52, far. 52-51, freaking love the Bulldog call. Like, we're going for the win. Yeah, absolutely. I said Testicular the same Testicular fortitude. That's what that's <laughs> called. Pittman, O-line guy. Yeah. Big big Did, nut moment. Yeah, didn't love uh, <laughs> didn't love the play call, but loved loved the the idea. You know, you know, everyone it's, says it's, that shit, and it's yeah. like if he scores, then you're like, oh, great play call. No, I don't do that. I mean, I still would have been, man, that was that's great that that worked out, but it wouldn't have been the play I called. But I did love kiss my ass, liar. I did love them going for two. Uh, it's like such a momentum game, you know. It's like when you got the ball, it's that game could have gone to five overtimes if they kept, you know. Yeah. Eventually, you, that game was you're going to have to go for two at some point, you know. That could have uh, turned into the the A and M uh, LSU game from what Burroughs, When was that? Burroughs junior year. It was like sixty five to sixty two in like six overtimes. Y'all remember yeah. that game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absurd. I forgot what the score was, but it was way up there, and it took a long time to finish. So yeah, this 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 last week, I mean, um, starting off, you know, Auburn handled business in Arkansas. That I did not see that coming. A B, Bo Nix finally showed. Bo Nix looked like a real. I mean, you lights know, out, lights he, out performance. He's, you know, surfer riding the wave. That's what he is, man. He he is high. You know, real good when he's good, and real bad when he's bad. There's really yeah. no in between with him. So. His big thing is consistency, so he's got yeah. to maintain this and uh, hopefully build on it. But uh, yeah, no one saw that. I mean, well, everyone in Arkansas, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's big game for Auburn. Obviously, um, huge win on the road, tough place to play. Kind of a letdown um, for Arkansas. The way their season's been going, how they've been playing, um, that's a big loss to take on the the home front there. Uh, how about LSU upset in Florida and Baton Rouge? You know, is it an upset? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, technically sure. Yes. Yeah. But look, LSU is really good at home. They play Florida well at home, especially in the day games. I mean, 
took care of business finally. But yeah, what have I been saying out. all year? When Max Johnson's the lead in Russia, we're losing. Right. Yeah. If like the- Max Johnson threw what? Like I think like fifteen passes, not very much. You know, completed all but two, threw three touchdowns. Yeah, he went four, 14 to 24 with 133 yards, three yeah. touchdowns. So, like, efficient. You know, he probably missed a couple, like a couple back, but efficient. And, I mean, ran the piss out of the ball. LSU football. Oh, it felt good. Felt yeah. real good. And then, yeah, Davis Price breaks Leonard Fournette's single-game rushing record with 287 rushing yards. Holy cow. On 36 carries, though, I think Leonard was – Fournette had well, yeah, 200 – I think he had two hundred and two hundred and eighty four yards, but on sixteen carries. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so nah. that's I saw something on Twitter where uh, Asterix. Yeah, Fournette congratulated Davis Price on Twitter, and uh, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Tyron Matthew or somebody that came in and said, "Man, if they had given you the ball, if they had given you thirty six carries, you might have rushed for a thousand yards that game." But yeah, so. <laughs> They like you said, they established you, – you, you've been saying that all year, Zach. They established a run game, which opened up the passing game for Max Johnson. Um, and everyone said they couldn't run the ball because the O-line. I'm tired of hearing that. The O-line, you know, shut you guys up. Yeah. Let's ride. Good. Um, Anthony Richardson came in and played uh, the second half um, of that football game. He Emory, just kind of like Bo Nix, man, hot and cold. Yeah, he he has been. And, you know, Anthony Richardson looked good, but he threw two interceptions and kind of good guy. moments, he's especially there throw, at the end of the game. Yeah. He's going to throw a lot more picks in his career. That's, no doubt. That's just the position of quarterback. No but one's he perfect. looked good. You know, and that's a big win. It's coming off the news of Ed Orgeron, you know, being fired uh, at the end of this season. You know, that's something we can get into later on about. Let's get into it now. Why the hell okay. not? I love it. Um, you know, that's, you know, here's here's my take on that. Edo came in, wins, everybody's going, how do you fire a guy that won a national championship two years ago? He did, he he had great talent. He did a great job with that team. They were it's the most dominant team in the history of college football, in my opinion, um, all across the board. It was a great season to get that ring you know i i think that uh and it's 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 no secret that edo kind of lost touch with reality and lost himself a little bit and all of that uh fame and exposure and excitement and success and you know um you know he goes through personal stuff with his family and then he's all over the internet you know with younger girlfriends and now there's claims you know he's bringing girlfriends and their kids to lsu practices and um you know letting the kids run drills and play around with the team and it's like that's just those are those overall distraction things that are never going to be good in the long haul for your program um and so you can't you can't get to the mountaintop and then forget about the climb up there you know and that's kind of what i felt like edo did i like coach o um i can see why he has become a social liability to that program and and then on top of that you know the bottom it's a bottom line business just not winning football games you go from being dominant 2019 to obviously struggling the past two years um and you're in the sec and you are a one of the strongest programs in the sec one of the strongest programs historically in college football you don't have time to have down years you know that's there's a standard of excellence against with your your you know biggest rivals and your competitors within the league and on the stage you have in the country and so you know, you there's no there's no okay. He's gonna have three down years after national championship, and then we'll see how he does from there. It's like, no, sorry, bud, you're gone. You know, and that's that's the way they have to look at it from top I mean, to bottom. Uh, 
We've won the second most national championship since 2000. Yep. We just won a national championship. Fans are spoiled, man. Yeah, and those are th- with th- those, those national championships are with three different coaches, Saban, you know, Les Miles, just, and but still, like Coach fans o. are spoiled. That was recent, you know. They got the taste. They want more. They want what Alabama yeah. gets. They want satisfaction every year, you know. Um, yeah. and, and, and you know, the pressure of that's a lot. Definitely unreasonable, you know. If you coach in the in the Big Ten, you can lose three games a year for thirty years. Right. You know, and it's no big deal. Uh but none of that matters. I mean, like like you said, social liability. He uh he definitely went a lot faster than what Les did. I mean, till yeah. that became an issue, right? I mean, but big stars flame out quicker, I guess. He yeah. uh a lot of his stuff, man, reminded me of kind of like the Urban Meyer deal, you know. Like I mean, getting caught in a lie about you know and then staying back with the team and then but like coach just i don't know not making it about himself but like unfortunately it becomes about him when he's you know saying those those things that people you know can make a headline you know blue shirt sissy and things like that and you know and then i don't have a problem like people go through personal stuff divorce and then he's he's a single guy with a lot of money and big you know he can date yeah. Clean it up, though. You don't, don't yeah, let them take pictures of you shirtless, post-coital in bed. Like that yeah, is that is you know JB. That's going, that's going straight to the internet. <laughs> that's you know? JB. <laughs> that's like sophomore in high school stuff, yeah. man. Like be better. And it's so funny because like anybody who's an athlete knows, like coaches all the time are like, "Oh, it's with you forever. Everything yeah. on the internet's not actually gone." And then they turn around and do the same idiotic stuff, and it's yeah. like. See, y'all don't know any better because y'all had daggum Rolodexes and wind-up telephones back in the day. At least we grew up with this stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. yikes, man. It's just, it's wild. It's wild. And then all the Title IX stuff and all the other stuff. I mean, you know there's other stuff in the back pocket of NCAA. Yeah. Oh, it's such a long-winded thing and issues, and I'm sure it's all going to come out. And, you know, hopefully... You know, a bunch of bunch of dominoes don't fall at LSU, but we'll see. I mean, it's yeah. that, it's, um, it's intriguing stuff. Does that like affect the players and, and how they play, or what do you guys feel about that? If that I mean, yeah, dude, you like you yeah. see that. I mean, well, there's a a video circulating of him on like a party bus recently, right, with that girl straddling the seats on each side, and you see some underwear <laughs> and some you know front underwear. And like apparently he's right next to him. Like having videos like that come out recently, like that's definitely uh It's a distraction. It's yeah, just, man. Mm. Like you see that and it's like, oh yeah, I mean, coach is having a good time, but it's also like, man, coach talks about us, you know, telling us that if we want to be special, we gotta do the extra stuff and you know, not go out and make yeah, those right decisions and mm. you know, be above that. And then you see him, you know, kind of the hypocrisy of it. It's hard to follow a guy like that. So I don't know. I'm not there. I don't talk to a lot of people about it. That's just my take on it. That's my outside opinion. I hope no one takes it personally because it's just words coming out of my mouth. I don't know what the problems are down there. Hopefully yeah. it gets sorted because I'm an LSU fan and it sucks right now with all this crap. So we'll see. And you know, you know, I think, I think it's interesting too. Uh, you know, it's, it's obviously not such a, uh, it's not. Uh, it's not to a point where he he 
did something to completely crash and burn or he would be gone overnight. They 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 let him know. I think LSU's doing it the right way because he did win, you know, a national championship. He has been a, a beloved coach there. He's brought matched and brought to the culture at LSU and in Baton Rouge and the state of Louisiana. And so they, you know, it's not like they dumped him overnight. They said, here's the, you know, we're going to be letting you go. Hell, the guy's got a 17 something million dollar buyout coming and they're going to let him coach to the end of the year. Uh, and they, somebody already asked him, will you be coaching next year? And he's like, I mean, assuming I'm still fired at the end of this year. No, definitely not. You know? Yeah, dude. I think if he gets hired somewhere else, like whatever he gets paid somewhere else comes out of what, like LSU doesn't have to pay exactly. that, pay right? Correct, correct, dude. See you in Aruba. See, I'm out of yeah. here. <laughs> right. I'll be on one so, of those little boats in Venice. I, ain't, I don't. I ain't, all those pictures of me in America. See you later. I'm gonna go in Europe. I'm just a big, a big meathead who can't hardly speak English either. So yeah, culture. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think I think there's a you know at least enough mutual respect there to uh, and, and and his players got to like him enough to play for him. How they came out the like I said the week after that he's you know announced he's getting fired and they, they beat Florida at home. So you know they're still they're still they're still playing out the season and, and coach. Oh, they're going to win games. Coach baby. out the season. Yeah, exactly. And so you, I wouldn't be surprised if they get hot and you know they got nothing to lose now. Go go win beat Alabama. for the Gipper. Yeah, go beat Alabama later in the year. You know, you got some big games ahead. Uh, make a mark. You know, make some noise. But uh, who do you, you know? That there's a long list of people talking about who's going to replace Coach O. You know, and that's an interesting place. It's 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 a tough hire, like like you said, Zach. It's a it's it's a spoiled fan base, uh, a program and administration. They're not going to settle for less by any means. Um, you, you just you know, I I, I think to. The, the firing of Gus Malzahn and the hiring of Brian Harson at Auburn. It's like, you know what you want to make sure that you're, you're, if you're, what you're firing, you can replace at a higher level um, to, to find success. And so there's been names thrown out like Jimbo Fisher. I don't see him leaving Texas A&M. Uh, uh, by yeah, any why means. would he relocate? Well, yeah. Why, yeah. Um, Lane Kiffin. I, I wouldn't be totally shocked there. Um, Girls are better looking at Ole Miss. I doubt it. <laughs> uh <laughs> You know, I, Billy Napier, who's at ULL right now. Um, I could been, see that short drive guess, over. You yeah, know. already already familiar with recruiting the state. Get, get our boy Jim over there, moving back yeah. to Baton Rouge. Absolutely, Both Jim. If you're brothers. listening, you know who Jim is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think that would be a good hire. He he's a good offensive mind. Um, could do pretty unbelievable things there uh, i saw i saw the bob stoops name pop up which i didn't i saw that's out of right field to uh, me. i also I saw, saw mark stoops yeah I, that would understand mark stoops a little bit more than i would bob stoops. i don't know what bob stoops is doing these days i mean he's living uh, on he's living on whatever oklahoma's you know left on yeah, his they, contract and yeah they just pay him every year just to be like yeah. a, he does I appearances think he's, like a, he's yeah. golfing every day he just living the dream, baby. Coaching. You know he's a yeah. legend already. Don't don't <laughs> yeah. tarnish that. And this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of this is a pressure hire, man. Whoever get whoever mm-hmm. whether it's a a reputable long term veteran coach who's showed success and has won before a guy like Jimbo say for instance uh, coming in there, or if it's a young new gun, there, there's there's a hundred percent expectation to win and succeed, and you've got to you've got to have a winning record, you know. Preferably not lose more than one or two games a year, and you got to beat Alabama, and 
you got to beat Auburn and you got to beat Florida, you know, and then that's, gotta, you got to beat everyone. Exactly. And, that's and then you got to you know? win a, a six game playoff, whatever it's going to change to. Yeah. You're going to yeah. play an NFL season. Oh, these guys, oh, they're going to turn into like fourth year veterans by the time they're a rookie. They're body like yeah. a running back. Well, they're just going to be banged up playing 15 mm. games, you know, 16 games a year in a few years, however many it's going to be. You know, we'll follow LSU through the year, and then that'll be something. It'll be interesting to watch the whole the the coaching, the recruiting coaches there. Um, yeah, Texas A and M uh, went to Missouri, handled business there, thirty five fourteen. Kentucky put up a good fight against Georgia. I'm gonna tell you right now, I was sitting there watching the game with my girlfriend, and the first half, um, Kentucky's hanging in there. It's a zero zero game. Georgia's going down to score. They hit Stetson Bennett as he's throwing the football. Uh, it ended up being a fumble recovered by Georgia on like the 12 yard line going in, but the linebacker and defensive back for Kentucky thought it was an incomplete pass. And it's like elementary rules, Zach, you know, this, if there's a live ball, there's a hot football and you haven't heard a whistle Defense yet. Get picks on it up. It. Even if it's get incomplete, it. those jerks right. pick it up. Like, and yes, then they start every time. running and they start uh, running. Yeah. It's like, they're blowing the whistles, blow the play dead. It's like, guys, that was an incomplete pass. Clearly this was the opposite scenario. It drove me nuts. Um, mm game changing moment oh if it's a snake if it's a snake it would have killed the guy he's on his hands and knees just looking at the football it rolled up underneath him i mean if it was a grenade the entire defense would have blown up they were all standing around it like it was a oh my God. live wire it was like come on it's like just get on the football i mean i swear a georgia running back came in hauling ass from like 12 yards behind the play and like slid in and covered the football recovered it and they go back and look and sure enough it's a fumble recovered for a seven yard gain by somebody from 12 yards behind while the oh red deep Kentucky's standing around like it's some kind of ritual looking at the football, wait, <laughs> waiting on it to start dancing or something. It's like, just get on the ball. So that drove me nuts. Oh, um, dude, the, if but it was I told, a snake, I looked at my it would have bit them. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. still killing me. I can't handle that. Oh, my God. Oh, um, I'm dying. So God. it was. It, it, I, it, I, told, I looked at my girlfriend at the time. Haven't I told her? I said, look, that is that is a game change. That is a momentum-changing play for this game because you can't afford on this Georgia defense, you're not going to score points. I said, you, when Georgia on offense has the opportunity to make an ex, make a mistake and you do not capitalize on that, that's it. I mean, that's that ended up being a you know a fourteen point swing. Georgia goes and scores on the ne- next play, and Kentucky doesn't, and it gets you know turns out fourteen nothing. And Kentucky scores it's fourteen seven. If they recover that ball, impossible to say what would have happened. But you might have been looking at a seven to seven game at halftime. Dude, you know? your girlfriend was terrified. You were talking this intense to her about this. Oh yeah, she's she, she so mad, she and knows. she was like, <laughs> "Put the beer down, right? No, you're, I, I, you're I, I scaring the neighbors." Hadn't had a beer, hadn't had a sip of. Uh, we actually had a, did a boxing class that morning. I was. Oh I yeah, was at, you're, you're hot. I was at, trot. Yeah, I was gonna say I was. I was just already r- running hot, and you know, and I'm a I'm a I'm a Kentucky. I'm an SEC East Kentucky fan. I wanted to see them beat Georgia. <laughs> I love Mark Stoops. Um, but no, yeah, she's used to me doing that. I get I get pretty passionate and fired up. But that is it's one of those things where it's just like that's a, such an elementary careless mistake. Anyways, didn't matter. Georgia proved, you know, to, to finish that thing out. Um, scored on some big plays. That freshman tight end, I uh, forget what his name Freak is. Show. Ba- Bowers, uh, Bowers, Brock. Bowers, yeah, Brock Bowers Brock. from five receptions, 101 yards, two touchdowns. He is a freak show. What a target to have. Um, so Georgia wins there, obviously, remains the number one. Zach, your boy, um, Zeb Nolan, comes in. 
in Columbia, South Carolina for the game winning off the bench, game winning throw. No expectations. Go out there spinning. No one gives a damn if you lose the game on a pick, but you go out there fighting. And he came out with the win, and he's a legend now. Yeah, playing the rest of the season. Doty's hurt for the year. Zeb, last go around, baby. Rep for the Warriors. I thought it was cool that Shane Beamer came out and said he was like, you know, we've been telling Zeb that he's they're going to make a movie about him one day <laughs> and there, there, there will be there'll be some kind of documentary made on this it's like yeah, this if, is if he can like win a couple of games they win a bowl game yeah hell yeah i'll play i'll play zeb nolan in that movie no doubt no doubt <laughs> um all right alabama went to starkville uh like we said rebounded after the loss at a&m and handled business in starkville sacrificial uh, lamb poor mississippi yeah, state i mean yeah not enough cowbell like when they when they lost, Leach was like, "Damn it, yeah, we definitely have no chance now." Nick's right. pissed. So we, yeah, that that was just a dominant performance. It was good to see. It'll be interesting, uh, you know, seeing if Alabama can continue to do that week to week throughout Shut the season. Shut up, you know. Shut up. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna tell you what. This leads into Ole Miss, Tennessee. Uh, what a wild showing that was. Uh, for those who didn't have the pleasure of watching it on TV live, I'm sure you've already or seen it all over the internet. Or if you don't have Instagram. I mean, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Everyone here has seen that crap, <laughs> right? Like, it's Absolutely. been everywhere. Just, I've seen that crap. I mean, uh, come on. And, hey, it's, what's it's your take that on that, Carter? Those are your favorite people, the Tennessee fans. <laughs> that's just – it's typical Tennessee. I mean, that's what you kind of expect. You guys at Vandy <laughs> sipping your tea with your pinky up are just like, yes, oh, that's disgraceful. Look at these Neanderthals. Neanderthals. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it was TPs. totally like – you know, it's just like if you're the president of that school or, you know, you're high, you're like, man, that makes us look so bad. You know, and apparently they were like recruits inadvertently got hit, Tennessee recruits, <sighs> you know, and it's like they're – they're not going there now, right? I'm not. I just got hit by a D battery in the back of the head. I'm sitting with my grandmother, you know? <laughs> yeah, they had to escort the – Tennessee had to escort out their cheerleaders, and me and my brother were cracking up watching it live. They're holding their, like, signs, like their letter signs that spell out <laughs> stuff for cheers. They're holding, like, shields as they're, like, leaving for the tunnel. The band's leaving, holding their <laughs> instruments over their head. It's like, what is this? The thing that drove me wild about it was – uh Tennessee so used to not winning or being in close games. Uh, there was 56 seconds left, and they had all three timeouts, which they ended up stopping Ole Miss after the whole you know, debacle of throwing everything you can get your hands on and the 20-minute delay. They still had a chance to go win that football game. They had a pass from uh, – Milton had to come in, and they had a pass from Milton that hit a receiver in the hands in the end zone with like 12 seconds left. It's like – so for the fans to have that little awareness and football knowledge to re- not even realize that they're still in a football game. And so they just unload the concession stands in their pockets and whatever. I mean, there's a bottle, a whole bottle of mustard. It's like that, – that was <laughs> first stolen – that was yeah, first that, stolen that. from concession stands. At first I was like – And then like, it was thrown as a live object. There's a big old person in the stands that wanted yeah. their own mustard for their I'll, hot I'll, dog. Brought the it only, in the stadium. Person in security is like, what the hell? What this is? You used all your space in the luggage you can bring in a game. That little pocket size <laughs> for a for a yellow mustard, you sicko! 
But the no, only, they obviously stole it from the concession stand and hucked it. The only, yeah, the only way I, I could justify it was maybe whoever that fan was is a huge cramper. You know, it's like mustard helps with cramps. It's got the potassium in it. So maybe he does have to, you know, he's got to holster a bottle of mustard on wherever he goes. Um, every day. When we when, uh, <laughs> when we were uh, on LSU and we won the 9-6 game back in 12, we were running off field. And, you know, there's always asses in the stands and there there's – you know, maybe one person will throw something, but there's sometimes, you know, most of the time there's going to be one person throwing something, at least a napkin, a balled up napkins getting thrown yeah, at. Something. So, so we're running off the field and Alabama's throwing, they're throwing more than just napkins. They're throwing more than just one thing. I get hit in the chest by a dead gum, one of the big souvenir cups, half full of Coke and rum. And I don't know if you've ever thrown a cup half full, but those things like get, you know, all that water and all that thing just gets it going like a rocket. Hit me right in the chest, just ruined my jersey. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just got done watching the best game of the year. Now I smell like I've been at the bar for the last six hours. Right. What the hell, dude? Yeah. That's I think that's yeah, that's the only time I've been hit by something by a fan. So at least, remember, at least it was uh, rum and coke. Somebody threw uh when Phil Fulmer, this is before, you know, before I was at school, this is when my older brother was at Alabama. Uh Phil Fulmer came in and beat Alabama probably the last time they beat Alabama and uh, somebody threw a full, like empty Jack Daniels bottle at him. It's like, Whoa, with that, it hit him. <laughs> yeah. Like what good. is wrong? Like, what, with what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's yeah. like that the is golf a- ball. Lane Kiffin's for sure. Like getting that, what's that, you know, a little gel that hardens and a little cube. He's going to get that as a, a paperweight on his desk <laughs> and be like, yeah, went back to Tennessee, kicked beat their him. ass. Somebody threw, had the audacity to throw golf ball at me <laughs> four i'm invisible i'm laying <laughs> joey freshwater but yeah overall i mean before so leading up to tennessee acting like a bunch of scoundrels and throwing shit on the field uh it was a great football game back and forth uh Ole miss looked to you know have momentum in a lead for a while tennessee showed fight came back um some expo- explosive plays in that game uh matt corral finally threw an interception at, at a key moment for tennessee uh, late in the game, so uh, he's um, so he's such a bad quarterback. Oh. Uh, yeah, everybody thinks <laughs> that his uh, interceptions from last year were going to roll over, and me included. They have not. He he uh, finally throws one pick. You know, yeah, semi catastrophic, I guess. That, he, no, he's, he's he's still a, a dog. He's still he's a dog. A stud. Leading rusher too, almost ten touchdowns doing that right. Yep. He ain't gonna do that in the league, though. He's gonna get hit one time because he's he's a smaller guy, right? So we'll yeah we'll segue that into uh, this week. So Zach, first of all, give us a, give us a swirly bowl standing, please. I know we 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 had a week yeah, last we last the, week's a wash, so that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm at I'm at 15 losses right now, which is, I mean, whatever. Pick my heart. You guys know what I'm about. Uh, Carter's in second with 12 misses Ew. and the, the bearded bald wonder right guy himself <laughs> is at 11 in first place. Uh, so close, still a close match there. You're kind of I trying mean, to just, you're trying to botch I'm it. I'm on a one way ticket to can. swirly. Yeah. You know, I might have to get you to drive up to town and oh, have oh, you. I'll be there. I'll be there for the swirly. Don't worry. Yeah. You'll come and we'll get, Two a, and little, hour drive. get a little quick video. I'll lose any opportunity of, uh, Job job interviews after this, I'll, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're like, the guy the, who posted the swirly vid." Yeah, jackass, you're not hired. Uh, no, I think what, what 
from per our discussion earlier about Edo, I don't think a swirly is going to hurt you. Um, <laughs> there's other videos that, um, or other content that's killing coaches. Um, so segueing into that, Alabama, Tennessee, this week in Tuscaloosa, the last time uh, Tennessee beat Alabama, an iPhone didn't exist. Uh, George W. Bush was the president. Uh, Bryce Young was five years old. Um, and just, you know, it's been almost 6,000 days. So uh, it's not going to happen again. Joe Milton <laughs> is having to come in and play because uh, Hooker got hurt. I'm not sure. I think it was his hamstring or leg injury. So I think they're they're going with, having to go with Milton. Um, Bama's a 25 point favorite. Um, wouldn't, that's a lot, a lot of points, but I think Alabama, Alabama gets the win. <laughs> that's a ton of points. But that's Alabama a lot gets the of points. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know the way Milton's played. Well, I mean, that was this past weekend that he ran out of bounds on the last play of the game. Yeah. It's like, you gotta, and I get you, you just get thrown in there in the fire and you've, you've been, you know, one minute you're dodging shit on the sidelines because it's raining mustard bottles and golf balls. I mean, but now you, you're in there, you got to try to win the know. game, but you got to have the awareness to stay, stay in bounds, stay behind the line of scrimmage and just put the ball out there. Yeah. That was, uh, that's tough. But yeah, Bama, they're going to, this will be cake. Hypel might have some tricks up his sleeve. I could see Tennessee score, scoring, you know, 28. 21, something like that. You know, if Hooker was there, I think they score more. But yeah, Bama's Bama's gonna roll tide through the balls. Yep. He got Carter. Oh, totally, totally Bama. Yeah. No question. He doesn't talk much, but he's straight to the point, people. (laughs) Look, UT is gonna win in Bama when hell freezes over. Yeah. (laughs) So we got Bama there. We got a short, short schedule this week. Like I said, Auburn, Georgia, um, Mizzou all on bye weeks this week. Uh, going back up to the top, 11 a.m. game. Arkansas Pine Bluff at Arkansas. Um, you know, let's hard go, game, dude. Hard my boy Jalen Macon is at Pine Bluff. He's nice. Not, I don't think he's starting though, but they're gonna get their asses whipped, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're one and five. Uh, don't know anything about them. Arkansas coming off a loss, obviously to Auburn. Uh, they've got to just come out and, and get everything fixed this week in practice and then execute in the game. Got Arkansas as well. Yeah, I just I put you down for Arkansas, Carter. You're, yeah, that's, that's cool. Gonna, that, I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, big game for probably uh, the best matchup of the weekend in the SEC. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Tennessee might surprise us. But LSU at Ole Miss. Um, LSU obviously coming off a, a big and emotional win against Florida that we've talked about. Ole Miss – Coming off of a dangerous win in Knoxville, uh, where everybody got was lucky to get out of there alive and unscathed, <laughs> um, and happy to take the W with them. Um, Ole Miss is favored nine points. This game is in Oxford. Um, I, I I don't know here. I'm torn here. I, I think I'm gonna, I'm going with Ole Miss to win the game. I think LSU's gonna. I like like you said, Zach. They found their run game. They the big, biggest thing is that was a. High-scoring game against a ranked opponent who's a rival for LSU versus Florida. And and that is a confidence-building and momentum-building type of win there. And so, um, you know, I expect LSU to come out and play with Ole Miss, but I, I think Ole Miss gets it done. Uh, and just they, they've got a little bit more offensive firepower. Um, I think it's, I do think it will be a high-scoring game, um, and I think Ole Miss gets the win. And it might, But it might be closer than, than what Vegas and the public thinks. I mean, you know who I'm going to pick. Yeah, got to. Duh. Yeah, you got to do it. Duh. Tigers all the way. Um, 
Tommy Moffat said it best. You know, you can beat cancer, but lost old miss <laughs> lasts forever. <laughs> you know, oh the legend. Legend. Yeah, he's such a legend. Shout out Coach Moffat. <laughs> the godfather, the, like, the godfather is, of strength training. This is like kind of like a, a quasi rivalry, right? Like absolutely semi like hoity toity. You know, <laughs> I just now realized hoity toity and hotty toddy. <laughs> is that where the, the rednecks just couldn't say hoity toity and then it turned into hotty toddy? <laughs> Pinkies up. I, I mean, the rebels are kind of hoity-toity fans, right? Oh yeah, they get they get all dressed up for the. And then girls. you know the coon asses down south. Uh, I mean, com- polar opposite, right? So they hate each other. I lost yeah. Ole Miss my senior year through three picks. I hate them. So let's go Tigers. Even though Matt Corral is going to put up points, hopefully we can just you know slow that down a little bit. Max gets loose a little bit, you know. Run the run the ball as well Price, as last yeah, week. Price, you know, obviously he's not gonna have two eighty seven again. You know, LSU fans don't expect that. Don't get yeah. your hopes up and want to get rid of him if he runs for only 120 this week. Say we gotta start the next guy. He only ran for 120, not good enough. But. Yeah, you just gotta be able to establish a run game to the point where you can keep the defense honest and have a chance to you know, throw some strikes down the field. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the home field advantage here. I'm, I'm always about that. Um, and Ole Miss coming off of the big win, I think they got it done. And Rebels win the game. Uh, Rebel Black Bears or the yeah. what, Land Sharks? What are they now? Yeah, I thought uh, they were gonna be like the uh, what's that Admiral Akbar? Wasn't the, didn't they vote for that one time? Like yeah, they voted. I can't remember what happened. I think that yeah, they're kind of like the Washington football team. They're just yeah. Ole Miss. <laughs> Uh, they're just it's like come on Washington, fo- Washington football team is like how have you not come up with a mascot yet I mean you know, it's weird the education level in that state's not high yeah so the Washington pigskins that's what I'm going for they should be the Washington pigskins there we go I like that it stays close to the they can still be the skins you know their abbreviated yeah. name I like that Carter we need to get we need to get that uh that moving up to line the chain of communication there. Get that <laughs> yeah, to the top. Snyder, Snyder's not going for that. So just just, <laughs> just keep it to yourself. <laughs> uh next up we got Mississippi State coming off a loss against Alabama at home, traveling to Nashville Carter to play your Vanderbilt Commodores. Um I think game that- of the week. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> Vanderbilt, the game of the week. Uh, Vanderbilt's two and five. Mississippi State's now three and three. Mississippi State has favored three touchdowns in this game. I'm taking Mississippi State to win. Um, I just think they have more talent and better coaching. But um, who knows? Vanderbilt might be able to put up some points and, you know, shock the world. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Mississippi State's going to just light it up, right? I mean, What's his name? Seals. Seals, uh, quarterback for Vandy. Been inconsistent. Uh, Rogers is going to throw for 500. Leach is going to be on the sideline with the eye patch, just scheming. Uh, <laughs> <Arr>. Yeah. <laughs> the, the pirate. The pirate. I just, I don't know what's going on at Vandy. Obviously, you know, there's low expectations, but. You know, I'd be interested to see what's going on behind closed doors there uh, with the coaching staff and just kind of how they're handling all this stuff. But uh, yeah, Miss Mississippi State 
bring your cowbells to Vandy because it's going to be more. I mean, it's, that's going to be a miserable ro- or home game for Vandy. When Mississippi State fans show up, there's going to be more Mississippi State fans, and it's going to be cowbells. Yeah. Cowbells. Uh, Those cowbells are awful. The Cowboys. Oh, it's so annoying. Yeah. Why? Who? Who's the jerk that brought the first cowbell to Mississippi State game? I want you to email me. All right, you can find our email somewhere. I don't. They probably play. They probably played. You know, the early days, like in a pasture where like cows were around, and you know, instead of a realized, football, they used a. a no, they just realized, crap. like, yeah, like cows were probably grazing <laughs> while the game's going on, and they the bells were you know serving as a distraction. They're like, well, hell, let's get those the, the people. The cows were the pylons. <laughs> they, yeah. they use that to mark mark the corners of the end zone. Hey, sit oh, sit here, man. Bessie. Oh, that's so funny. I hate Starkville. <laughs> oh. uh, All hey, right. That's, La- they, they, that's offensive to the people of Mississippi. Easy there. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just not a place you want to run out of gas. Uh, <laughs> uh, AC, but AC. Yeah, I think, I think Vandy's going to pull it out. I think they're hot on the trail of this almost Zeb Nolan win. They're hungry for it. It's at home. Which means you know maybe five people will be there, but um, let's let's see Vandy get a win. Come on, yeah. you're seriously yeah, picking that. Vandy? That's your final yeah. answer. You going your own picking with your heart? I like it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to pick Vandy. That's let's true go. fan. Let's go. That's true fan right there, people. <laughs> What's the next game there, right guy? The next game is the last game. Us. It's the uh, the latest game, six thirty on SEC Network. South Carolina on the road at Texas A and M and Aggieland. Uh, I got a and I think, obviously, beat Bama, handle business at Missouri. They've got some faith in their quarterback. Quarterback's got some faith in himself. Their front seven has been nasty all year, will continue to be. South Carolina's a little bit in shambles with big win at home last week against Vanderbilt, but they don't have the, they don't have the sauce to get it done uh, at College Station. A&M is my pick. Don't have the sauce. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I love I love me some Zeb. Keep rolling, dog, you know, win or lose. Tee it high, let it fly, John Daly, or the Dan Marino, pick a guy, let it fly. Just have fun, man. Uh, you know, don't know, don't know. Tam- yeah, Tamu's just, they got to win with those five weird yell leaders. Gosh, what a weird place. <laughs> it's a cult, dude. I'm convinced it's a cult. Yeah, you got to wear cultish. You got to wear what what are those the the what's the dead gum robes with the hood? Hooded robes. Not I'm not talking about the KKK, but who knows down in Texas A&M. What's like fraternity <laughs> deals, you know, and they come out holding their candles and you got to you know sign up, you know, Sign in blood, they'll cut your hand, and then you get your ring at the end. <laughs> yeah, they and then you know rings, if you need anybody to disappear, you just hit the alumni email thread, and you know somebody's <laughs> like, "Hey, I got a guy for that." Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's great! That border collie, that border collie is up to no good. The initiation of being an A and M alumni. It's All those a ROTC guys. I mean, it's cult. I'm telling you, those ROTC guys are getting trained to be the people that make someone the disappear. Yeah, they're, they're the hitmen. It's kind of like Scientology. You know, Scientology's <laughs> made people disappear. Texas A&M can do the same. We'll have to ask Brian Harson about that. He's a Scientologist. Mm. 
<laughs> oh, oh man, man. I will stay so you got you you're, so you're riding you're riding a and m as well zach carter who you got buddy i got uh texas a and colt for, for the win here <laughs> let's go I yeah mean, i think so i'm a, if lsu if lsu loses i mean i'm down one in the swirly bowl again gosh dang it yeah it's all uh, right if they win if they win you uh I mean, you Carter's make, definitely going to catch up. He picked Vandy, so he's definitely going to catch up. Hey, I'm. <laughs> and then I'm if I get LSU to win, y'all picked Ole Miss. I'm back in it. Yeah, it's a. There's still games to be played. I'm like Tennessee last week after the battery throw. We're still in it. Hey, if they make that movie about uh, Zeb Nolan and you know, Vandy's like the bad team in the movie. Yeah, that's that's a win. That's oh a win. yeah, that's gonna be like <laughs> the, 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 cl- the climactic, you know, <laughs> yeah. middle it's before the, the montage starts of them yeah. just rolling through the rest of the season, going undefeated. Remember the Titan style, getting free yeah. pancakes yeah. at the local diner, <laughs> pancake pantry. <laughs> Titans eat free. <laughs> Commodores eat free. One time eating free. No more eating free. <laughs> My favorite commercial of all times, the Little C's. I don't know why I just thought of this, and I don't know why I'm saying it, but you know, my impulsiveness. But favorite commercial ever is the Little Caesars commercial, where he's like, takes his shirt off. There's no rules. Takes his shirt off, and the guy in the back's like, put your shirt on. He goes, there's one rule. Uh, I don't know why I just thought of that, but that's my favorite commercial. All right, so that wraps it up. Uh, like we said, after missing a week, we, we're we're back hot. Uh, two weeks recap looking forward to somewhat of a, a shorter schedule this weekend with a lot of teams on bye weeks but we've got our picks in and uh, appreciate you guys listening as always please give us a listen a like a follow a share um, and we appreciate the support uh, this is the SEC QB podcast with Riley Zach and Alex Carter uh, presented by Believe and Bet Online we'll see you guys next week Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.